This is episode 21 with Elaine Davies, the author of Mind, Body, Sold, teaching you how to buy property like a pro. Welcome to the Herpreneur Lifestyle Show. I'm your host, Annette Lakovich. Join me as I bring you the most cutting edge, coolest people in the planet to help you live a bigger, fuller life as a female entrepreneur. More health, more wealth, more happiness as you continue to grow your extraordinary business. Now, let's go. Now attracting easy money, wow. In your business, your relationships, you can have it. Your self-esteem, with speaking another language. It's official, raise your glasses. Your business is now speaking to the masses. I'm not too sure what type of a goal setter you are and how you actually live your life. I'm a person that when I have a goal, I'm just head down, bum up, and I'm just going for it. Um, I'm 100% or nothing. And for the past 10 months, I've really been just allowing this feeling to bubble up. And really, it's been testing my patience about what product I really want to bring out into the world to be able to help empower women. And everything these days for me is about female empowerment, helping women in a more holistic way with mind, body, soul, fitness, health, business, happiness, and to really align that into a product. So on this journey, knowing what I was passionate about, the only idea that I could come up with was the podcasting. And I knew there was another idea under the surface still percolating. So I thought, well, this is the one thing I have clarity on. So let's do that. Hence the Herpreneur Lifestyle Show that you have now. And if you don't know anything about podcasting, it is a labor of love. We don't do it for money. <laughs> and it's, it's really just been able to get our message out there to be able to help people. So if you haven't already, please um, write me a review. Uh, give, us, give us a nice score. It helps to get the message out there. And it's nice just for me not to be able to feel like I'm just speaking to no one, right? We see the downloads. Um, you know, I see all those downloads. So does Jim Lee, my assistant, but it's just really nice to be able to get those reviews. So in this journey, I've been journaling a lot and journaling a lot of gratitude to really, to be able to keep me patient, to be able to allow these feelings to regurgitate into an idea. And the idea has now surfaced, which is great. And I will be making that announcement in the next few weeks as it starts to come more and more into fruition. And in saying that about goals and about helping things come into fruition, today our expert that we actually have is the epitome of being able to help people buy property through more of a spiritual journey and really getting them in touch and align with really what they're wanting and to work them towards a bigger picture. So today I bring you one of my private clients that I've worked with for the past year. As I always say on the show, you know an expert when you speak to them. And today she pretty much just gives you a massive download. So if you're actually looking at buying a house, wanting to know what the market's doing, how to negotiate, what actually happens between the buyer's agent and the real estate agent, it's very interesting. You're going to walk away with a stack of usable tools that you can use straight away. Being a lifestyle show, even if you're not into buying property right now, Elaine gives some real gems of information on life and being able to really live the happiest version of you. 
Alain has been in the real estate game for over 20 years and has negotiated hundreds of properties. She's put all her expertise into an amazing book called Mind, Body, Sold. She's a speaker, an author, and obviously a buyer's agent. And that's why we've got her on the show today to be able to help you really be able to not only buy the property you love, but learn how to negotiate and not fall for those sneaky tricks that real estate agents can do. So now let's get on with the show and introduce you to Elaine Davies. Elaine, massive congratulations on the book, Mind, Body, Sold. Yay! I'm so excited. Thank you. Let's start here. I, I wanted to share you with the audience because the Herpreneur Lifestyle Show is about health, wealth, and happiness. And I actually feel like your message is so different in the real estate game. You actually told me, I don't know, you've told me I don't know how many times that what you're about is people. Everything you do is about people. You don't buy properties, you make people happy. You're, you're about f- fulfilling others. So can we start right there with what are the listeners going to learn about mind, body, soul if they get their hands on it? Yeah. Well, look, I, I do buy properties, but people is my passion. I love property, don't get me wrong, but people, what makes us tick, understanding people, that is my absolute passion. And my big point of difference with most property people is I look at the person and I'm, I can tell them where they're stuck and how to move forward and what they need to do. And most people don't buy a property for one you can distill it right back and it's fear. Mm-hmm. You can have with all the reasons in the world, you know, I haven't quite saved enough yet. I'm waiting mm-hmm. for great Auntie Gertrude to die. I'm go- going on <laughs> holiday. It's, you can bring it right back to what are you scared of? Mm. So the first half of my book is about that. It's about creating a really strong mindset so that you can grab things and get out there and make your financial future, the one that you want, a reality. So really that first half of the book is going to put you in a position to create a better life as a whole. But of course, my subject is property. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So is this, does this replicate what you do? Is this like, tell me what made you write the book? Was it you just trying to get what you actually do to make it easier for people to purchase property? Give us an insight of why you actually wrote it in the first place. Yeah, well, I've been a buyer's agent now for eight years. And as I say, I keep coming across this fear. And people ask the question a lot, when's the right time to buy? Well, the right time to buy is when you're ready, mm-hmm. when your mortgage has been pre-approved. And, and it doesn't really matter where you are in the cycle, the property cycle, because you're going to be buying it for the long term if you're using my strategy. And my strategy is really simple, buy and hold buy and hold mm-hmm. but I just came across so many people who were very very fearful and yes this is something I work with and have worked with for you know decades but I work with it intuitively now I know to think about my money I know to plan and save and think right what how what does my retirement look like I'm not scared to ask those questions of myself mm-hmm. and think, Right, what steps do I need to do? A massive part of my book is goal setting. So a lot of it is refresher. We all know intellectually that to set goals and get on with it, but it's not connected to the heart. We don't actually do it. Yeah. So a lot of people will even listen to me now and go, oh, I know that. 
but do you do it? Absolutely. And that is the difference. A lot of my job buying property, there's a lot of psychology involved, especially with couples. You know, very often mm. couples don't even realize they're not on the same page. So there's a lot of fog to kind of clear. But, you know, also let's be clear about my life. I haven't always been a person who's kicked a lot of goals. I mean, early on, I was a party girl and I traveled a hell of a lot. I had loads of jobs before I discovered real estate. And then I didn't stay in real estate. I went off, became um, a speaker on the psychology of the mind mm. through things like numerology, you know, and I was on TV, I wrote books and became very successful with that. So my life's been very, um, it's, it's a very different life. But then when I was 40, I had nothing. I was really on the, as I say in my uh, bio, I was on the bones of my skinny jeans. <laughs> <laughs> so you started to change everything around from yeah. after 40, in oh, like fi financially, financial yeah, independence. Absolutely. Yeah. That is so promising, isn't it? Yeah. It's so promising because we both know Mary, um, Mary Barker, who's on the show mm. and she was on Cashflow Candy as well. And she did say that the most typical client that she gets come through the doors being a financial planner is women mm. normally around that 45 years old where they think, oh my gosh, it's too late and no. you know, I should have done it sooner. It's just so great to hear that with you. And what was that? Was it property where you started to get into? Yeah. One of my obsessions at the moment, because I'm a lot older than 40 now, one of my obsessions at the moment is, is Googling people who made it after 50 now. Mm -hmm. So I spend a good hour of my day reading these success stories of people who become successful after 50. And there's heaps of them. There's heaps. Mm -hmm. Of course, the famous one is um, uh, General Saunders. Saunders? Saunders? Uh, the Kentucky Fried Chicken guy. Mm -hmm. He was 63. Yep. We say um, Saunders over here. Sorry? We, we, we do say Saunders over here. Right, Saunders. Mm. He was 63 when he started KFC. Yeah, I remember that story. So do you do that on a regular basis, do you? You yep. read. That must lift the vibration, like your energy. That like that is like some type of form of, not meditation, but that would just. Mm -hmm. that, that's a beautiful like thing to calibrate your energy at that level, isn't it? It's. It, I tell you what it is, it's visualization. So it's visualization, mm. but with somebody to attach my visualizing onto. Yeah. Oh, that's powerful. It's like, wow, you did it. Mm. Why can't it be me? Why, why not? And, and, and it's the same for everybody. It's not, oh, no, it's why not? Mm. Why not you? What made you change from real estate to buyer's agent? Because I'm quite a warm personality. When a, when a selling agent signs um, an agency agreement with a vendor, that vendor is agreeing to pay them anything from 16 to God knows what, you know, $100,000 mm -hmm. uh, in fees. And your alliance is so passionately to the vendor that you will say anything to look after them mm -hmm. because that's the job, you know. Mm -hmm. And because I'm quite an open person, and I enjoy talking to people and I enjoy having fun conversations with people. Buyers would really trust me. And they'd say, I'll never forget, you know, a few times buyers said, look, Elaine, I'll come up 5,000 now, but I, I can actually come up another 20,000, but don't tell the vendor. Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, you just did tell the vendor. So, you know, I'd, I'd be like, 
twiddling my thumbs for a, you know a couple of hours, maybe a day, and I call back and go, look, I tried to do it for five, but you know if you can come up to that twenty, we can get the deal done. Mm. And so buyers, they just don't know, and I think that's why people get so disappointed, is that they think that these conversations, they forget that they're working for the vendor. Yeah. So when they turn around and seems that they're being stung they're not actually being stung but when you're new to the industry it's like or new to buying a property it feels like you're being slapped around the face you know or being laughed at or excuse the language you know someone's taking the piss out of you but you know they're working for the vendor so I just thought you know poor buyers it's uh, so that's that's why I just thought look this is ridiculous buyers need help they need and it's much more important when you buy a property than when you sell it Mm -hmm. you make money when you buy you buy a dud and it'll never come up so powerful yeah and real estate agent just stands there selling a product it stands there with a with a property behind them a buyer's agent is out on the road finding you the best possible property for your future Mm. And so then with being the buyer's agent and then knowing how uh, the real estate work and knowing that really they're there for the vendor, not for the buyer, mm-hmm. how does that change how you show up in your negotiations? Because I know that you're a negotiator, like you're the queen of negotiations. Yeah. How does that work with with you then and them? With Do they stop playing games or no. – how does, how does that work? And I've had many agents say that to me. I've had agents laugh and go, when I've said, listen, do you, do you understand who you're talking to? And they will laugh and go, I can't help it. It's in their DNA, you know. So mm-hmm. you have to um, run your own race completely. So when they um, quote a price, you just don't listen. You have to do your own price research and you need to work out what that property is worth. You do. Mm. sure look at the comparables that the agent has sent you but work those into your own price analysis find other comparables find more but if you're all doing that that makes it really hard and i think this is the benefit that i've learned from you with the buyer's agent because Mm. i i wouldn't know what to look for and if i was looking i'd be a complete emotional purchaser you you say to compare i wouldn't know what i'd be comparing to or I'd be comparing to the same thing, the game that they're playing. You talk about un, um, why agents underquote. Mm. Can we go there? Because that's something that um, I think still the general public just don't understand or they're continually yeah. getting let down and frustrated. Yeah. Well, just to go back to the pricing, it's all in my book. I've explained how to price a property. Mm. So, um, you know, We've only talked about the headspace part, but the second half of the book then is, honestly, I give away every tip. And if I can help someone, if someone can't afford a buyer's agent, and I can help two people buy a property, then I'm really, really happy. Yeah. You know, with my book, I mean. Yeah. Mm. Um, But if I can help more, you know, fantastic. So, look, I'm entrenched in the Sydney market, but I believe this happens throughout Australia. Real estate agents under quote because buyers are now used to it, to be honest. That's one of the things. The right. whole industry is based on underquoting. So buyers who have been around for a while will say, right, if somebody quotes a million, will we add 10% automatically? Yes. Oh, I can't afford it. Mm-hmm. Right. 
So I know lots of agents who have tried to do, um, you know, normal, say, go, oh, no, this is what it's worth. And they've stepped up the campaign because people are expecting it to be a minimum of 10% more. And that's a lot in property. And, of mm -hmm. course, prices have been 25, 30% out through the boom. Um, so that's one reason. But there is a saying in real estate Quote them low, watch them go. Quote them high, watch them die. So it's about getting bums on seats. It's about so it's creating a, num a it's what's, what's a numbers game is what you're saying? Well, being able to get more people there to, to look. Yeah, it's a bit of a stupid numbers game, though, because then you get a lot of people who can't afford it, and that's where all this angst yeah. comes from. But, I, you know, I, I guess they're aiming for that kind of people who just can't afford it, mm. and they're anticipating that those people will push themselves um, and also real estate agents say buyers are liars you know they don't trust buyers either um, so it's this terrible <laughs> I love all these sayings like behind behind closed doors behind oh, the curtain yeah. <laughs> absolutely you know there's this terrible circle of mistrust and that's one of the things that a buyer's agent does is you know, cuts the circuit of, of distrust, hopefully if they're a good buyer's agent and they've got a good name out there. Mm. So, um, but, you know, it's also about getting a lot of buzz in the open for inspections because those open for inspections in the houses, you know, when they show them on a Saturday, yeah. that's showtime, mm. you know, and all kinds of things happen there now. There's champagne being poured, there's coffee vans outside, there's balloons for the kids. It's, it's showtime. You know, these guys know what they're doing. Oh, look, you know, a few years ago now, I'd probably say maybe six years ago when Pete and I were looking, we were actually appalled at the lack of sales. Yeah, well, that's the, interesting too, isn't the, it? The, we, we were just astonished and we thought yeah. we would be better off selling our own home. <laughs> Because there was just they they just collect your, your, your name and your details. Mm. Um, the we were actually surprised with the lack of follow up and the ones that did follow up. Um, the quality of the follow up call, um, it really wasn't any passion or feeling behind it. Um, we were really quite surprised, and we've done a little bit of training with um, two different real estate companies over the years. But mm. there's some people there still that really don't care like, yeah. I just go gosh you'd never want them to sell your home <laughs> so yeah. I've actually witnessed oh, different stuff and maybe maybe it's because of our sales background I don't know that maybe we think that they should be doing more or could do more they um, should be I'm sure but how long ago was this this was um I'd say about six years ago yeah I mean look obviously there's bad people out there and that astounds me because I think what people also don't think about is real estate agents sell the most expensive products in the world mm -hmm. you know the next product down is probably I don't know some super duper expensive oh well of course there's rockets and things but you know there's um the Bentley <laughs> Bentley yeah. cars <laughs> yeah you know it yeah. is it's the most expensive product mm. in any country and, um, but yeah, and of course there are some shockers, but I've categorized all the real estate agents. So, you know, I know when I'm dealing with a lazy one and how to, how to manage them, how to yeah, right. whip the rug out from under their feet and just pounce. I know when I'm dealing with somebody who's a churn and burn and I'm in danger of, of something being sold from under me and again, to move up really quickly. 
I know when I'm dealing with somebody who's fairly transparent and is, you know, because another thing I find with buyers is, and I know it's hard not to do this, but they go into it ready for the fight. And there are some agents out there who are telling the truth and they will miss out because, you know, they get apathy and they go, well, I'm not doing that just because the agent's saying they're going to sell this week. And I'm like, they are going to sell this week. We'd rather them tell us that. No, no. And I'm like, okay, well, that's up to you, but it's going to sell this week. Mm. And it does, you know. And that's the buyer's resistance, isn't it? Because we're doing that with any type of product. There's a buyer's resistance there walking with like there's a lack of trust or scared of being sold to or thinking that they're they're pulling the wool over their eyes. So, and I can imagine that happens just a lot with real estate. The the difference with Pete, I noticed with Pete, sometimes he'd walk in and he would be like that. Um, Mm. And there was other times um, he'd build so much rapport. (laughs) Really? So it was really quite interesting just to see him at work being the, the, the consumer um yeah but you know i think you you said something and i do want to reframe this because it's something that i say with sales training when i go into say a smaller business and they say oh look i don't know if i can afford sales training and i'll say well that means that you can't afford not to right and now learning from you about the stress that you reduce buying a house the the time that it takes from, from going around and being like using all your weekends up, um, mm. feeling like you're getting let down all the time, um, maybe not buying something with growth, which is what you've been able to do is get something mm. in, not just being able to negotiate, um, like you're like a dog at a bone with, you know, you just won't let go. But you find property that has great growth as well. So the stuff yeah. that I've learned from you now, I think, my God, why would you not? Now, you mentioned before, for those that can't afford to buy as agents, and if there's anyone listening right now, I'd say definitely go get the book and if look at what you could do. And I know this is not about selling you, Elaine, though. I've just seen you at work and what you have saved your clients when you've done the negotiation and you've got the growth doesn't mm. matter what the percentage is because it's paid for that tenfold over and over again with what they've saved and what the growth is. Um, and I wanted to reframe that because sometimes people can't don't realise what they can afford with what you're actually being able to leverage and help them be able to have. What's a big buying tip that you can put out there? They would pick up your book and have a read at the second section, which is all the skill. What's one yeah. big buyer's tip that you could give them? To move quickly. To be ready to buy. We've been in the biggest boom possible for the last three years. And that's definitely slowing down. And I don't see the Sydney market coming back, but it's certainly plateaued. So when you hear all this sensationalist stuff on the news, but when you actually look at the figures, it's, you know, it's come back, but it's come back zero, 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 two percent, you know, so Uh it means it's plateaued. And, but still, move quickly get your build, uh, building and pest done quickly get your strata done quickly get your contract looked at so you're in a position to move if someone else comes in with an offer so what that means then is if you can go in on an a, an unconditional offer you're there it's under you're putting yourself under auction conditions mm-hmm. so it's exchange once it's exchanged it's done there's no cooling off Mm. And again, you know, through the boom, it's very much been get in quickly, you know, be the first one, throw it down. 
But I don't know. I some, You've got to know when to do that and when to let an, another person come in with their offer first. Because sometimes it's good to hold back and just see what other people are doing. You don't always have to be the first in. As long as you trust the agent to come to you, and most will, most because they're working mm-hmm. for the so you're saying to move quickly then with getting everything else lined up. So if it's time to strike, yeah, then you can strike. Yeah, if you get that, if you get that phone call saying we've had an offer in, it's yeah. going to exchange by five o'clock today, best on contract. You can go great. I'll see mm-hmm. you there because you're ready. Yeah. If you then go, I would have paid more, and this is what buyers make <laughs> a massive mistake, and they call it gazumping, and it's not. I, I like to equate it to. Um, for a woman, I suppose, well, for me, buying a dress mm-hmm. or for a guy, you know, buy, buying a computer, you've either bought that dress and you're walking up the high street with it or it's still hanging in the shop. You've mm-hmm. said to the um, lady, I'll be back later to buy that, but somebody else has come and bought it in the meantime. You go back in and you go, but I was going to buy it and I'd have paid you $10 more. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, somebody was there. They were ready, you know. So people say, well, I would have paid more. And it's like, well, you need to move on from this one now and learn from it. People need to get rid of this anger. You know, that people just spend so much time and energy going, it's not fair. Well, it's yeah. okay. They just weren't ready. You yeah. know, you've got to be ready. You've got to, you've got to move. And you were saying that's gazumping. There's, there's no such thing as gazumping. What do you mean by that? Well, I don't believe so. It's either sold or it isn't. Yeah. What people call... And if it is, is, there's nothing you can do about it, so just move on. Well, once it's done, it's done, you know. um, So what people call gazumping, this is my understanding of it, Mm -hmm. is that you've had an offer accepted and the contracts are being worked on and you're moving towards exchange, but it's still on the market. Yes. Now, if a higher offer comes in... By law, that real estate agent has to take it to the vendor. Mm-hmm. And now if you're that vendor and you're selling that house, what are you going to do? Yeah. You're going to sell it to the person that you've been you, just you, buying. Yeah. You want the highest offer. <laughs> highest offer. Mm. So when I was a selling agent, my line to my buyers was, okay, this is exciting. Your offer has been accepted. But until contracts exchange, it's still on the market. So just get me everything as quickly as you can. Mm-hmm. Whereas a lot of selling agents go, congratulations, they pump it up, you know, congratulations, your offer's been accepted. But it's nothing to congratulate, it's just like an agreement that, oh, yeah. Oh my gosh. Mm, that's so interesting, yeah. And then if the offer comes in, bang, <laughs> your offer. Yeah. Got and it. if something comes in higher on contract, they're ready higher and on contract and now the agent knows they're happy to take the lower offer because it's been accepted with you verbally or in, and mm. and he might just say hey listen this higher one's come in it's another 20,000 and it's on contract and the vendor might say oh look just grab it let's just exchange yeah and that's what yeah. people call for something mm. but I we had a price agreed yeah I get it but the dress was still in the shop yeah curveball question yeah herpreneur lifestyle show is about lifestyle for me i want to be able to help spread and remind all the ladies listening how to continually fill up their own cup but i would love to know what is that you do on a very regular basis could be daily could be weekly that fills up your level of happiness it's interesting my mother taught me this and um 
for me, if I don't got, get out of the house and laugh, and I mean really, really laugh at least once a week, then I, I think, you know, you probably know more than me, it releases some yeah, um, serotonin. Oh, that's the one. Mm. And I remember years ago, my mother saying, oh, yes, well, in the war, you know, they played a lot of comedies. And that one sentence really resonated wow. with me. And then... Um, and you've got to laugh and you've got to manufacture it. If you can't, you know, if your girlfriends aren't available and, you know, and people aren't always, you've got to watch a comedy movie. You've got to get yourself out of your head. You've got to get yourself out of worrying about stuff. And you've got to remember that there is joy in the world because mm. it's so easy to forget that, you know, especially, I mean, I work really hard. Don't get me wrong. I'm, well, you probably know, I'm just, you know, I am I the one that's really running. <laughs> You know, and I, you know, I have a child, I have all that stuff. Mm. And um, I only have a cleaner once a week, which I wish I had one every 10 minutes. But, you know, yeah, you've got to laugh and you've got to manufacture it and you've got to make it happen. That's so interesting about what your mother said in the war where they used to play a lot of comedy movies. You know, there's a, a you probably know Anthony Robbins. Anthony Robbins, yes. big, big six foot five tall motivational speaker. Yeah. He did a study where he took 11 depressed people, mm -hmm. clinically depressed, took yep. them off their medication for a month, and they weren't allowed to not smile. They had to smile the whole time. When they're <laughs> awake, they've got to smile. And guess what? Yeah. None yeah. of them went back to their medication in over a year. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? Yeah, and that was just by smiling, by just changing the faces. And the thing was, they had to smile and they weren't allowed to look down because when you're normally upset, you look down. So, so interesting, the psychology of that. It's so important when you walk up the street to look up and look where you're going and look around. And because smile if you're at other people, <laughs> right? And smile, definitely smile, because if you're looking down at your feet, you're in your head. Get out of your head, yeah. you know, we're all so wrapped up in me and, oh, my God. It's like just if you're walking, look at a look at a bird, not a bit of rubbish on the floor, you know. Mm, it's so interesting just when you're saying to look up and smile because when I really, really am focusing on just putting happiness out there, when I walk around and I am smiling, and I don't mean just giving somebody just a smile, I mean a toothy smile where you're showing your teeth. It's yeah. so interesting what you get back. You normally get smiles back. I normally get a lot of conversations. It's just that yeah. energy um, that you're sending out. Happy people get a lot of happy experiences, I think, and negative people get a lot of negative. So it's, it's um, give me the happy. Give me the happy experiences, please. Well, I, you know, I write about that in my book too. It's about your power people around you. Mm. And, you know, to have that, you have to pull away from negative people. But you don't have to tell the negative people that you've pulled away. People think it's this big deal. You still see your family. Yes. Yeah. You know, you just don't tell them Absolutely. that you're not listening to them anymore. A hundred percent agree. Yes. Because sometimes you just find that you need to look at the energy that zaps you in, in, in your family, in your friends. And, um, and it's not that you have to <laughs> divorce them. So it's just being, no. being careful of the, the, the energy zappers, absolutely. Now, yeah. Elaine, you have a gift for all the listeners. We've been talking a lot about real estate agents. I've got eight questions there that you can download that I promise you it'll be a game changer. And I'm sure they're questions you wouldn't even have thought of to ask 
So knowledge is power. So I've got that there for you. And um, let's get you all buying like a pro. Wonderful. So to make it easy for you to grab Elaine's free gift, you can grab that awesome eight question download at annettelakovich.com forward slash buyer's agent. If you're on iTunes or Stitcher, just uh, scroll below and you can click the link. I'll also have some links there to her book and also some show notes on today. Elaine, thank you so much for your amazing time today. Thank you so much, Annette. It's been really lovely talking to you. Awesome. Well, there you have it, girls. Hope you got a lot out of today's show. Have an incredible week. And remember, if you haven't already, take 30 seconds. I know you're listening to the show. Let me hear from you. Take a moment to put a review on iTunes. I'd love to read it. Until next week, be the happiest person that you know and do something this week to make sure that you are living the happiest version of yourself.